going on, American Patriots? Hope everybody is doing well. The Boogeyman. Boogeyman's been around for a long time. The memory? Not so much. 1970 is the year. Oceans dead in a decade. U.S. water rationing by 1974. Food rationing by 1980. For those of you that weren't around, there was a rationing of gasoline. So you can only go to the gas station on certain days based on your license plate. If it ended in an odd number or an even number, you can only go specific days to get gas. But the overreaching government caused that one. 1970, Ice Age by the year 2000. Wait, 1971, we're going to move that Ice Age up to 2020, or, or maybe 2030. We're just spitballing now. In 1978, no end in sight to a 30-year cooling trend. They had to have just been talking about winter. In 1980, acid rain will destroy all the crops in 10 years. Nope. In 1988, the Maldive Island will be underwater by 2018. Uh, No, it's still there. In 1989, New York City's West Side Highway underwater by 2019. Well, unfortunately, it's still there, the cesspool of crime. New York City. In 1989, rising sea levels will obliterate nations if nothing done by 2000. In 1989, the UN, well, honestly, that's the first mistake listening to the UN, but the UN warns that entire nations wiped off the face of the earth by the year 2000 from global warming. There was your trial run. That was your test run on fake global warming. 1989. 2002. Famine in 10 years. If we don't give up eating fish, meat, and dairy. Please, people, stop eating. Well, the word famine didn't work, so they switched it to 
Oh, I don't know. Global warming. Blaming, blaming it on the cows. In 2005, 50 million climate refugees by the year 2020. <laughs> they should have said America. America will be overrun with illegals thanks to open borders. That would have been true. 2006, super hurricanes are coming. Be prepared. In 2008, climate genius Al Private Jet Gore predicts ice-free Arctic by 2013. A year later, his counterpart, climate genius Prince, never had a job. Charles says we have 96 months to save the world. 96 months. Sounds dramatic. Couldn't just say eight years. Even though it was all fake. I bet he's got to be that same waste of breath that says, my child is 44 months old. In 2009, the UK Prime Minister says, 50 days, we have 50 days to save the planet from catastrophe. And then uh, he comes back a year later. The, 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 the first climate genius, Al Gore. Comes back and he moves the ice-free Arctic up a year to 2014. In 2014, only 500 days before climate chaos. And the sheep still believe in the climate boogeyman. For the love of God, you can't fix stupid. It's endless from these elite low lives and political windbags. And the sheep just keep flocking on That was just climate boogeyman. Let's look at their other favorite boogeyman. Oil. Oil. Let's go all the way back to 1909. 25 to 30 years is all we have left, people. That's all we have left for oil, 25 to 30 years in 1909. How did we as a species ever get to 1940? Crazy. In 1919, two to five years until max production is reached. Fast forward quite a few years 1937 oil gone 
in 15 years. 1943, peak oil has been reached. Ladies and gentlemen, shut it down, America. Then two years later, 1945, just 13 years left. Then they go silent for a while. Till about 1956. 10 to 15 years until peak oil. 1966, gone. Oil's gone again in 10 years. 1972, oil depletion in 20 years. Nineteen seventy-seven, oil will peak in the early nineties. Good Lord! Oh, hold on. Let's change our mind. It's now nineteen eighty. Scratch that. We're moving it up to the year two thousand. No longer the nineties. It's two thousands. That's when oil is going to peak. Be prepared. And more radio silence, so the sheep forget. And then in 1996, peak oil by 2020. People keep buying into this over and over and over. Climate, oil, you name it. Whatever they throw out there, people, okay. And then they try it again. 2002. Global oil peak. By 2010. Hold on. 2007, a few years later. Scratch that. It's going to be somewhere between now and 2040. They should have just said in 1970, by the year 2060. I mean, it's just ludicrous. 2020. President Tard Brandon will shut down the pipeline and refineries in the U.S., causing people to go into debt from high gas prices and shortages while giving reserves to state-owned China companies. Hold on, what's that? Oh, that actually happened? Okay, everybody look over here. Not over here. Look over here, smile, and take it. The BS is endless, 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 endless. and people believe it. They fall for it. They buy into it. You'll find out why later. If Al-Qaeda, let's look at this BS. If Al-Qaeda was out of Afghanistan and Pakistan, a few other places, of course they had people that followed their weirdness, craziness, all over the place. So if we look at the hijackers of the 9-11 attacks, there were 19 Al-Qaeda sheep lovers from Saudi Arabia, the United Arab, Arab Emirates, Lebanon, and Egypt. So now something's not adding up right now. So we had 9-11. We 
we should be going after Al Qaeda in Afghanistan. So why did the government and the highest ranking dirtbag President Bush flip the script and say they found weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? Why were we not going into Afghanistan to wipe out Al Qaeda? But now we're talking about weapons of mass destruction out of nowhere with Iraq? Weird. That's because the government potato heads and the CIA had bigger plans along with oil and everybody else that's in the the club. What people don't know because they don't pay attention or they don't research because they're too busy with the circus is that in October of 2000, Saddam Hussein told the U.S. dollar to piss off. And Iraq stopped selling oil with the U.S. dollar. They switched it over to the euro. He also converted $10 billion in reserve funds to euros. After he started doing that, then Iran and Venezuela followed suit and started bartering deals outside the U.S. dollar. Saddam started giving uh, contracts to non, non, check check out the word, non-U.S. oil companies. Oh, boy. Non-U.S. oil companies. Now the elites are pissed. Oil company elites. Banks. The fake Federal Reserve. You know, the Rothschilds and all those clowns. Fake money. And the politicians. And so on. The list is long. In that club. Well, they can't have the money taken out of their pockets. Come on. They got a lot of flying around to do. Oh, I'm sorry. They don't fly. They walk. Remember? Climate change. So it's time for a war. Not in Afghanistan. In Pakistan. Where Al-Qaeda is. But in Iraq. Where there were never any weapons of mass destruction. None. Zip. Zero. When a politician starts talking and spitting out all these lies, in real words, it means it's time for a regime change so they can keep getting rich. They want to put somebody in there that's going to sell their oil in U.S. dollars. So then they'll send in the CIA to start that mine corruption on the people of that region. Go, go, go research it. I dare you. Research CIA contractor whistleblowers. And you'll see what I mean by mine manipulation using social media and other media to change people's thoughts and get them 
into the death stare at their television and believe every word. Go on YouTube. Bet you'll find videos of CIA whistleblowers. Well, until YouTube takes them down. After the counterintelligence agency does their corruption, then the government sends in the lowly troops to do the dirty work for them. Just more corruption from the boogeyman. Yet nobody's neck is stretching from that traitorous lie. Most likely because Americans have the attention span of maybe a week. Since they can't remember all the fake boogeyman doomsday crap year after year after year after year that's been fed to you for 50 years plus. Here's another lie. The corrupt government fed everyone. Benghazi. See, if you just listen to them and you don't go research, you don't find out the truth. If you research back then, Libya, Muammar Gaddafi, he had an 80% approval rating of the Libyan people. 80%. Show me a U.S. president that ever had 80% or anything over 50 for crying out loud. The oil fortune that they had, Libya, allowed for a new social system where everyone would benefit from free health care, free education. Free health care and free education that's literally free because of all the money they were taking in from the oil that they were selling. Not fake free, like you don't have to pay back your student loan fake free because the taxpayers will pay it, but literally free. They had modern infrastructure. They actually had top technology in medicine and, and a bunch more. Gaddafi wanted to empower Africa, create a new African Union. He wanted to actually introduce the gold dinar backing African currency so they could be free from the dollar, the U.S. dollar. He wanted to take his country's oil sales off the U.S. dollar and onto the gold dinar. Does that sound familiar? Iraq? Libya now? Well, Washington, NATO, Federal Reserve, politicians, oil companies, and the list goes on and on and on. They're not going to let that happen. That's money out of their pockets. So they sent in the mind manipulation CIA and started changing people's minds. What they do. They had Hillary Clinton do what she does best. She started Clintoning people involved 
Lo and behold, Muammar Gaddafi is killed by his own people. Gee, wonder how that happened. Now the regime change is complete and the money machine is still intact. But now they need to get rid of evidence. Ambassador Stevens, Clintonized. He didn't come back. As Hillary and Obama watched it all unfold on drone footage, live, on TV, on their little TV, in their room. But they didn't count on one thing. Badass military trained men getting out, fighting to the end for 13 hours. Go watch that movie. Go watch those guys in interviews and see what they say. What what really happened there? Like Hillary said at her hearing, what difference does it make? It doesn't to her or any other politician or any elite. Look, if they don't give a crap about anybody in the military, what makes you think as a regular citizen that they care about you? Bottom line is anytime a country or a person in that country threatens to drop the U.S. dollar, the dirtbags start Operation Regime Change. And the first step is to get you, the people, to believe there is yet another boogeyman. Crazy how this government does this regime change to anyone who wants out of the dollar. Crazy. Well, except for two, Russia and China. They'd have their hands full with that one, like they do right now. Because now you have the BRICS nation, BRICS nations, sorry, kicking the dollar to the curb, saying, bye-bye, U.S. dollar. You're not bullying us anymore. The BRICS nations would be Russia, China, India, South Africa, Brazil, Argentina, Iran, and Saudi Arabia. The last and latest, to join. Why did they join? Well, for those of you that don't know, Saudi Arabia and the U.S. had a 50-year agreement that ended one year ago. It was a deal that the U.S. manipulated, sending over infrastructure to get that oil out of the ground, and said, uh, if we help you out, we'll give you everything you need. You just sell it in the U.S. dollar. Well, no more. That ended a year ago. And the elite scumbags are freaking out. One of the reasons why the elites have been sticking their nose 
in Taiwan. One of the reasons why the elites went in and corrupted the Ukraine. Maybe if the elites in this country were not so greedy and used American citizens for their gain, bullying the world. We, we the people wouldn't be suffering and lumped into the hate. It shouldn't be for us, the people. The hate should only be for Washington, NATO, the elites, all those dirtbags. American citizens don't wake up looking to go to war. But the government does. The people of this country just want to live. Live in peace. Live in freedom. Like God wanted us to. But you're never going to have it with a government that is out of control. Maybe American politicians should have stuck to the Constitution and just worried about us, the American citizens, and the border of our own country. You should know by now the only thing that comes out of a politician is deceit and corruption. But the deceit, corruption, has cost American citizens lots of money, staggering amounts of taxes. It has also cost those ones who love their country and serve in the military. It has cost them with their limbs, their mental status, and their lives. So many elite political traders in this country, but so few ropes. It's time for American patriots to wake up to what has been going on, still going on, and worse than ever. Time for American patriots to wake up and realize the long arm of the government media is helping push their agenda. If you don't believe me, listen to this. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso, Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible, one-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news, news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 
This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous. Weird. Weird they would all be saying the same thing. That was a montage of multiple news broadcasts saying the same exact thing. How, you ask? Research will show you. Sinclair Broadcast Group owns and operates 185 television stations in 86 markets. That is 620 channels. One Broadcast Group owns all of that. So they have your brainwashing on lockdown. Brainwashing the oil boogeyman. Brainwashing the climate change boogeyman. Or whatever the government wants you to believe like the word democracy democracy it's going to ruin our democracy it's going to change our democracy America is not a democracy never has never will be democracy means the majority rules oh yeah which majority the woke Republic is what America is and always will be. It means we follow the rule of law in a republic. The founders set it up that way. They did not want a democracy. In fact, you'll never see the word democracy in the Declaration of Independence or the U.S. Constitution. You won't even see it in any of the constitutions in the 50 states. Samuel Adams. If you don't know who he is, God help you. Stated, democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. Wake up. Wake up, people. Wake up, patriots. Wake up, sheep. Your rich people are violent. Your inhabitants are liars. And their tongues speak deceitfully. Micah, chapter 6, verse 12. And that is your muse.